Hey friends, this is Editor Joe again, here to tell you that this is the first recording session where we moved away from the janky double computer Audacity recording and started using OBS to record our episodes on a single computer. So this should account for the missing audio chunks, hopefully, we think we fixed that problem. Um, it does mean that the audio might be a little bit quieter or different than you're used to hearing. I'll try to make sure that things sound roughly the same, but I'm hoping that this switch will mean that we don't have to edit out large chunks of just garbled missing junk. Anyway, um, hopefully the episode is fun to listen to and enjoy. Hello, and welcome back to the Alchemist Club. I'm Joe, your Dungeon Master, and we're trying out a new method of recording, so the sudden jump in audio quality is likely due to that. We have an exciting adventure planned for you today. Joining me around the table, we have... Daniel, playing Shedfleet. I'm K-Hall, and I play Dudman. I'm Zach, and I play Falrock. I'm Matt, and I play Leolin. I'm Lothal, and I play Tarajax Heiko. Who wants to give us a reminder of what happened low those many weeks past? We had a bottle episode, finally. <sighs> had a storm. Some dumbass decided to go out in the, the high storm. I had a... I wouldn't really call it a religious experience, but I had no, a... It was an another, another dumbass punched and kicked and headbutted lightning. Yeah. <laughs> It, it was an anti-experience because you just passed out. Like, well, you can't yeah. call it. I don't know. That was gonna happen. Like, <laughs> of course I did. <laughs> I'm small and squishy, and the storm is vast and implacable. Well, we also got attacked by some lightning spirits. I'm we bummed I didn't get to talk to him. We found out Leyland has a, a dark past that is catching up to him because. Uh, Raka has called upon us, and we still haven't yeah. actually said what we're gonna do about that. So. That's definitely yeah. a trap, right? Like, oh, we it's a hundred percent a trap. We're all like, yeah, no, it's a trap. But I, I have a couple ideas. Okay, well, <laughs> just so we're all clear, <laughs> neither of them are gonna go well. <laughs> yeah, we're still going in. It's kind kind of like how you know you <laughs> our last plan worked out so well when we knew it was a trap. So yeah. You know what? This time it's going to be different. So, that was what happened last time we saw our adventurers. Yeah, so I'm like in a pool of my own blood on the floor I, still, I think. You picked yourself up. Yeah. So go uh, over and ask for healing, specifically. Yeah, so I've got 3 HP, and so Not I very start much skin. staggering towards the staircase. Uh, good work, everyone. Uh, Fire Marshal Desmond, and thumbs up. Yep. Ba -dum, ba -dum, ba -dum, ba -dum, ba -dum. Yeah. Someone and get him I to the infirmary to... we don't have. <clears throat> <laughs> no, no, okay. I've, I've been thinking about this. Maybe this is how we unlock modules on the ship, is we have to, like, trigger <laughs> Bleed the on them. for them. <laughs> we, have, we, we have to be in dire enough straits. Yeah. Up and tree just opens up another brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the room of requirement. <laughs> I don't so, like, no, I'm, I'm going to stagger along, and some of those, like, tightly interlocked <laughs> vines that we can't access are going to be, like, open up, and they'll just be this med bay... <laughs> 
Um, there'll probably be like healing like, potions as far as that yeah. I can see. No, there's a like... tree that grows healing potions. Um, oh, there man. are elven nurses, of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they're dryads. Yeah. You read too beautiful, much of that book, didn't you? Beautiful dryad nurses. Oh, yeah, way too much. And he doesn't even read Elvin. That's the best part. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm just like I'm just making it up he as I go. He got all this from the cover pictures. art. Yeah, he did. Yeah, it's got illustrations, and they are who boy. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of panthers in this book. Let me tell you. Oh my god! All right, so <laughs> emergency over. The tree's not on fire because of lightning, and the storm begins to abate. Aww. I mean, if you want, we can throw you back out there. Like, no, I, like I, I said, I was going up the staircase. No, it, no, you were going down the staircase. <laughs> you were going. You were trying to find the, the hidden infirmary that we don't no, know no, no, that no, no, we no. have. Okay, I'm, if you were I'm going up the staircase, Falrock is in your way. Falrock's not letting you back outside. Place can we a just, hand, like knock him out for on like Falrock's give him shoulder, three damage and, and I knock say, him out. Hey, Falrock, it seems like there's been a lot on your plate recently. Why don't you come up with me? Falrock puts a hand on your chest and says, you're not going back up there. Falrock, Dad, look, just five okay. more minutes. I know it's hard for you to open up because you're like the rock for this team. And I don't mean that in like a mean you're a dwarf way. I mean like you're the stalwart foundations upon which all of us depend. And you can't show <laughs> weakness because then we'd all fall apart into chaos. But it's okay, Falrock. You could be weak, just this once. I like he pats you on the shoulder and a little bit of his skin just <laughs> yeah, like bloody blood. He's just sticky with blood. Yeah, coughs. You're. That's all well and good. You're not going back upstairs. All right, but just a little bit. No. Like just in the doorway. No. Can I just like look out a window? You you are close enough where you are right now. As long as that window doesn't open, sure. Just like. There's that hallway that opens up to the exterior, and we just like prop that door open a little bit. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Come on. We're we're gonna go round and round for a while. Falrock has the HP right. to make sure you don't move. I'm left. It'll be I'm nice. Going other places. Where are you? There are other Desmond? things that we have better time. Uh, to. I'm gonna make sure all the fires are out, and then I'm gonna go back to my captain seat. Okay. Take, uh, I, I lost a good amount of health too, and I'm probably going to need it more than anyone. So, can someone? going to get fat by the end of this campaign. Just going to go sleep, like one of the two. Come on, Falrock. And at this point, Falrock's like ushering you away from. Come on, there, there's nothing better than the sound of rain for a wounded soul. Falrock just kind of squints at you and is like. How much of this is he just putting on? How much of this is he out of his mind? And how much of this <laughs> he's too injured to think straight? And, and you'll never know is the beautiful He probably has a concussion. Oh, for sure. Like, he's not going back out there. Like, he probably got hit by some branches, like, pretty hard on the head. Come on, Falrock. We'll, we'll go sit in the doorway. I'll make some hot cocoa. If I can Powdered rations. Make a constitution saving throw. <laughs> Absolutely, thank you. Uh, that's a three. You are unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> you just like you put your hand on Falrock's shoulder and you're talking and your voice gets quieter and quieter and you just yeah. slide. Like I'm painting a picture. I'm like the gentle thunder rolling over the hills, uh, a soft distant flash of the line. 
Uh, and the rain drops, Cascade, thump. <laughs> yeah, Falrock catches him, so he doesn't hit his head again, but like... Uh... <laughs> just catch him and just slowly just, <laughs> just drop lower him, him to the ground and just leave him there. We uh, need to gonna... uh, get... Shit. Let me check my notes here. Um, where is that name? Damn it. Shitty Braca? elf. No, not Braca. We need to get... Oh, uh... God, the, the elf that was on... Yeah. No, no, no. The, the mean one that was on the ship is like, yeah. this ship does not belong to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think his name was like Alderon Poppycock or something. Uh, <laughs> that's the one. It's co- hey. I think that's close enough. Was that Kalen Dalaran? Uh, so. probably. I don't seem to have it here. Whatever. Uh, oh, yeah, it's uh, Kaelin on Alderaan. Kaelin, yeah, it is Kaelin. on um, Delaram. Kaelin on Alderaan. We need to get him back here and be like, hey, where's the infirmary? Because <laughs> he would know. I, I, I don't think we want him to come back right now. Maybe someday. Mm. I like if your he comes conscious back, ideas. He's gonna have like a legion of elves. No, but the so. thing is, we what we gotta do is we gotta like save the elven nation first. So he has to come back and like, he's like, ah, you're a loose cop, but god damn it, you're the best on the force. <laughs> he owes us a life debt. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we yeah. asked for. <laughs> I mean, then maybe they could do something stupid the, the for his Elves life don't debt. do life debts. Well, well make him do something really long. dumb. Their, their lives are too long. Like. We tell him to go around, and every time he ends up with a copper piece, he has to eat it. And that's his life debt. Oh, what? God. Okay, Terrajux right. is unconscious. <laughs> you really need to be so. un- actually unconscious, yeah. Balrog's going to carry him down to uh, our bunks and put him in his own bed. Put Terrajux into Terrajux's bed. Let okay. him sleep it off. Chad, what are you up to? Uh, commuting with nature. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully not outside. Oh, yeah, we just we just days. went through outside's a bad idea. Uh, we're how surrounded many, by nature. How many bears did you lose in that fight? Oh, Zero. I didn't use any bears that fight. I used wolves. Oh, right, These wolves. right. Wolves. I think one of them died. <laughs> yeah, ripping pepperonis. Okay, Captain Desmond of the Teliferous. <clears throat> yep. Um, what is the ship's... The ship's what? You cut out... Systems. Ship systems, everything appears to be green. Nominal. <laughs> Then, um, let's continue where we're going. But I don't think I know, we know where we're going yet, right? Because we haven't decided. Oh, I thought we were going. We were yeah, you guys were, last I remember, heading for the Razor Blood tribe lands. Yeah. Right. Okay. We'll, I'm going to set course for there, and We could always we'll detour on. immediately and mess up Joe's plans. <laughs> You're welcome <laughs> to. Is there a nearby town? Like on uh, the way? Out here, it's mostly tribal settlements. We, we are in desperate need of, like, trading goods and stuff for, like, healing potions and some other things. Well, like, fortuitously, you happen to know that Braca runs a company that specializes yeah. in trading goods. Yeah. Well, let's, let's go for that. Yeah, but she's going to ding us on prices because uh, Leyland ate her baby. Well, you know what? If that's the worst that happens, I'm willing to pay the 10% markup for infanticide. Also, I would like to point out that the Water Wars were like 100 years ago. Yeah? Yeah. And orcish lifespans tend to be about half that. Oh. Yeah. Well, if you're a really good orc, you die before you're 25. So if anything, like, I I would have eaten her grandmother's sister or something. Right. (laughs) Great Aunt Matilda. (laughs) 
razor yeah. blood. So maybe it's not as much of a trap, and she's just bringing the boogeyman to the more suspicious people. Yeah, maybe. she's trying to John Wick on someone right now. But it, I did a- kind of have an idea that goes along those lines, where I make some grand speech and, like, Terra Jux, like... Like shoots the wind, like, like you know, causes a mini storm around me. I and love this plan. <laughs> Chad raises some, you know, undead wolves from the ground or something. Oh yeah, you get like wolves howling in the distance. Yes, I'm pretty sure wonderful. Chad can do that just with druidcraft. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, if if that's uh, not an option of druidcraft, Daniel, I like you can make wolf howl noises. That's I'll give that to you. Okay, I mean it. It's supposed to be an effect that uh, I think is contained within a five foot square. So if it's a sound that emanates from that square, right? I guess indirectly I could affect other people. But look, I, even if it doesn't match the rules, I'm I'm gonna DM fee out that. Cool. All right. Druids should so be able nouns. to make wolf howl noises. I can yeah, play with that. Cool. Cool. Okay. Uh, I honestly don't remember how much longer you guys had to go before you arrived, because, dear audience, it has been three weeks since we last played Dungeons & Dragons. <laughs> it was like a couple days to get yeah, there, was, and we on like the way we there. hit the storm, yeah. Yeah, we, we had to, like, batten down for a day, and we had a day left of travel. Yeah. Okay. You have, after <clears throat> a day's travel, a day's rest... Terajux has managed to, with Desmond's care, regrow most of his skin. I feel fresh as a daisy. How many slots are you going to hold? keep me down for that? For uh, I, you know, magical healing. I'm going to say you spend, you set the course, you put the ship on autopilot, you probably spent most of the, the next day just, like, fixing him up. Regrowing skin. And then you go uh, to long rest. Can it be blue? Can I make his skin blue? You know what? I... I'll allow that. It'll be like faintly tinged blue for yeah, because like that's a week what skin so. looks like to me. Yeah, he'll <laughs> look super sick or cold. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's patchy and weird, right? Yeah. It's not a consistent shade exactly. all the way across. So what happens is you look like you got pelted with blueberries. Yeah. I wake up and I look down and I see this weird blue modeling everywhere. And I just go, I've become one with the storm. <laughs> Oh Great. no, this is the wrong thing to do. No. Yeah. As the lightning flashes overhead, so too does it suffuse my mortal form. Oh god, why? <laughs> Can you feel it, Desmond? Can you feel the power that roils within? Can I make a mezzanine check to sedate him? <laughs> Absolutely. I heard things out of the storm, Desmond. Unearthly things. The scream of a creature with no name. And it said, You're a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that, um, like, uh, I rolled like a seven. That part in the Name of the <laughs> Wind where he jumps off the building. to death with a pillow. Congratulations. That was the stupidest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's a total of nine on the medicine oh, check to sedate. So all you really accomplish is you make Teradux slightly more loopy. Yep, I just made it worse. <laughs> yep. I uh, bolt upright and I go, all right. Head navigator Tarajax Heiko reporting for duty. Let's let's uh, fly this baby down into the hangar. Uh, so you are... <laughs> are we going to land the proliferous? Are we, we're not really going for stealth at this point, are we? 
Uh, well, uh, we could we could park it a little bit further away, or we could just full on like flaunt what we've got. Also, we could skydive in. God, no, we're not doing I, that. I, I don't think no. that's a good idea. <laughs> we're not. No. I'm just saying, if we're going for the like, Leyland is a badass what? routine, and he just like descends from on high as like an angel of death. You can windfall me down. Yeah, like feather falling. We don't down. have to yeah, fall. Feather light on him. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> like a freaking angel <laughs> descending. So yeah, I can uh, press to digitate some like glowing runes on your arms actually i'm okay with this let's let's see if we can <laughs> why why wait hang on we don't That's even like... know what we're walking into here we're just gonna <laughs> want... oh yeah no we just gotta have off our tree because we can <laughs> no Leyland skydives off our tree because yeah we yeah. like we land the tree somewhere else and hike in I, wait i'm saying we should respond to this with a little bit more tact than we normally do <laughs> There's fun in that. <laughs> I, I, I'm wanting to like strike fear into their hearts so that they don't even want to mess with me and just give Brocco what she wants. Can, can you give Featherfall to more than one object, like more than one person at a time? Um, Featherfall can affect the entire group. All right, that's, we, that's how we got. That's how we Featherfalled off All the right, yeah. mountain. Let, home, let me right? let me set the tableau for you. Leyland descends with a giant beam of light, irradi- like irradiating behind him. While simultaneously riding two bears, as he close <laughs> down from from just on one foot on each bear, yeah, oh one God. one foot on each bear. <laughs> okay, so um, should the rest of us like dress up? Should we be like acolytes of this deathly angel, or are we just going to be us? I don't think we can get Falrock to do it. <laughs> no, no, because <laughs> no, I'm like. I'm like, we could dress up in some, like, dark hooded robes, and, like, I could paint us an eldritch sigil, but... I, I kind of think the teleferous symbol should be, like, a tree with a bear, like, a bear next to it or something. It needs a lightning bolt. Oh, oh it could be, a, like, a lightning bolt going through a tree with a bear at the base. Hmm. Yeah. And or like non-existent a... fan artists are going to have a field day with this episode. Or, like, a, like <laughs> yeah. a bear head... But right. like made out of leaves that I'm is gonna, I'm breathing gonna cut lightning. Off the heraldry discussion because I've been trying to describe the ground underneath you for like five minutes. <laughs> you are moving in over a sprawl of tense, crude stone structures and the occasional like incongruously well built building. It's mostly tents out here on the outskirts, but you can see that they're all kind of centered around. Uh, like a central campus almost of these better constructed structures that are sort of at the center of this uh, sort of large camp. There are several clearings that would accommodate the teleferous should you choose to set it down. I was going to reserve this right for myself because um, I was waiting for a suitably dramatic moment, but Leyland, if we want to give you the power of flight... I could do that. I could <laughs> temporarily give you control over the wind in the manner that I do, and you could fly. Okay, this is not going to be like a radius problem where I get halfway down and I'm no, out no, of no, range no, no. of you, um, and I fall to my death, right? <laughs> no, like, no, no, 
for ten <laughs> minutes. Questions. Good questions. For ten <laughs> minutes, as long as I am not slain or you are not like hit with dispel magic, you oh, will shit. be able to fly freely. So we could also do that if you want to like fly down dramatically and swoop low over the tents and then show up at like Brocka's tent and be like, ah, you have summoned me. And then the rest of us could feather fall like once you give the all clear or. What level spell is flight for you? Three. So like it's a, it's a big spell. Don't get me wrong. I can only do like two of these, but I think and it's really it's cool. It's I feel I, I wouldn't want to take that away from you. I don't think. Like that that seems I, I the feather fall with the bears or something it would probably okay. would probably do the trick I think Yeah that's good can... enough that's dramatic enough yeah. It's pretty dramatic uh, from up here on our vantage point like it's pretty clear which tent is Brocka's I would think I don't I don't know if I want to use um a level 3 spell on that though cuz conjure animals I mean conjure bears sorry I misspoke is a, is a level 3 spell what if I, I just? What if it's just a bear and it's you? And it's me. Yes, <laughs> that also works. All right. Okay. And that's really good because then they're like, "Oh, that's just his war bear," and then it turns out it's a caster. <laughs> that's that's sneaky. I like well, it. Are yeah, we like going in here guns turn. blazing? Or I don't like. What's it's not like guns blazing, but it's like guns at the ready. We're like, hey, don't mess with us. I mean, if cool. something's going on, yeah, you could have the Teleferous ready to, like, rain fire. Oh, no, we forgot to frisk the bear companion. <laughs> Where are Ivy and Basil? They are in their cottage. Okay. They were there at the beginning of the storm. They've largely stayed there. We should probably tell them the plan before we jump. <laughs> but, uh... I like the Featherfall plan. Um, my, I guess my concern with this here is we still need to land the ship at some point, or like we have to be able to get back up to the ship, fly it elsewhere, or land it. Like there has to be a return plan. And right now it sounds like we don't. I really just have assumed one. I was going to Featherfall down, and then you all would land the ship and kind of come in. I I don't there. know if I'd like to send you alone. Is the thing because like. If you're right, and this is a Chud. I'd I'd be with Chud. Oh, that's true. Well, I mean, if you're willing to land solo, or not solo, but duo like that, and you want us to just land the ship and then walk over, we can do that. I don't think she's going to just kill us on sight. I think she would rather, if she wanted me dead, she would want to have it kind of, like, arranged in this whole... Oh, there'd be, like, a big arena fanfare. Yeah, exactly. I don't think Um, it's just going to be killed on sight. Well, so Featherfall works on five people. So I could Featherfall everyone and then go land the ship and then walk over or... Yeah, but then you'd be in control of the ship. Yeah, I'm not okay with that. <laughs> I, I Captain Desmond is not leaving. Paul, Paul Rock and I are going to land Desmond. Okay. I don't think Paul Rock does long jumps. Paul Rock doesn't know how to fly the Teliferous. No. But he's, he's, he's not going to jump out of a perfectly good flying tree either. Desmond, you see that there is sort of a crowd of orcs gathering at the clearing nearest to where the Teliferous is currently floating. Oh, so you think that there are, um, like, welcome party? Do we see anyone with, like, those glowing orange cones that you use to guide in? <laughs> <laughs> you don't. Any you can't make out individuals, like... really, either, because you're right. still pretty far up. Well, I, I override the autopilot, and, uh, I don't know, maybe we should just land down. there. 
and save our dramatic. Yeah, maybe for, for the um, yeah, it might come in handy in a bit. Yeah. Whoa! All right. Great idea. Slame. It's pretty. Uh, pretty vanilla, not gonna lie. Just so we walk on. land the ship, but don't I, blame me. I make a little <laughs> bit of a show of it, like. I, I drop it pretty fast and then kind of like flare out at the end for a very gentle. And I want to be standing on like the edge oh, where I can yeah. clearly be seen. Like <laughs> arms crossed, yeah. uh, cape billowing. Okay, Leyland, you make your way out to one of the upper balconies and stand as magnificently as possible while the ship lands. And then it <laughs> takes you like five minutes to get from there to the doorway. <laughs> well, no, 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 like. So if you're up there, do you want to just jump from the balcony and land on the ground? Because I could do that. Like, I could facilitate that. Let's do that. Okay. Um, so I am going to tag Leyland with Featherfall and then run down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Leyland, you jump and dramatically billow down to the ground's level. No, no, no. The whole time, like, I, my arms are still crossed. Like, I yes. haven't changed my pose. Right, right. But yes. Like, all. Yeah. Your cape and everything is, like, billowing out behind you as you as you drop. Terrajux arrives at the base of the tree, like, out of breath and sweating. <laughs> Completely out of later. breath. And um, you are greeted by Braca Irontooth and, like, a, a cadre of toadies. And... Damn it, I should have made a disguise for this. Um, Very impressive, she says as you <laughs> land. And I go, presenting the Honorable Leyland Hill Creek. <laughs> she says, I, I, know, no less. I know who this is. I was the one who summoned you. <laughs> if you'll follow me to my office, I believe we have some things we should discuss. And her pack of associates f- form a loose ring around you. Wait, I just start... me, or is everyone else coming now? Yeah, I'm coming. We're all okay. here. Good. I start distributing winning smiles. <laughs> okay, but you only have, like, six left. You have to buy more at the shop. It, well, I save them for, like, I save them for the children. Like, the the least surly-looking orcs, the one... I guess, I guess it's kind of unfair of me to assume that the orcs are surly. Are the orcs surly? Some of the orcs are surly. All right. Well, they don't get winning smiles. Excellent. There are a fair few like lookers on who are who are trying to peer at the group, and the outer ring of orcish associates sort of like doesn't shove them out of the way, but it's very much a please move along. There's nothing to see here, sort of thing. How armed is everyone around us? This is an orcish camp. Everybody is armed. <laughs> yeah. Even the children, like, <laughs> yeah, the children are like running around have... with scissors. <laughs> That's very dangerous. It's like one of the orcas children is holding the scissors in like a safe manner and an adult like grabs their wrist is like, no, and then (laughs) turns the scissors around so they're blade out. Yeah, you know that orcs typically are given a weapon like at birth, like they have a birth weapon and that is sort of key to their identity as they grow up. What happens if they get it wrong? Like, like you give a kid a hammer and it turns out he's really more of a sword guy. Does he just have to live with that? You don't know. After <laughs> Fascinating. After several minutes of walking, you arrive at sort of that central campus in the middle of the uh-huh. camp. And you are taken into the largest and most well-constructed building and led to an office. 
uh, where Braca sits behind a nice wooden desk, gestures to several semi-comfortable chairs, sort of steeples her fingers and watches you for a moment. I stay standing. Yeah, I'm going to stand as well. (laughs) Balrog takes a seat. I'll sit down. (laughs) I don't care. Yeah, my dogs are barking. <laughs> we but don't I'm gonna, know the full context of that. I'm gonna stand like kind of near the back with like my arms, like my hands clasped behind my back. Like I try to look like private security because I figure that's something definitely spoiled by your skin. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I I have a terrible blueberry rash. <laughs> you. It looks like you've got bruises over your entire body. Which yeah, to be fair, I've been fighting do. things. I've been fighting everything that even came close to my associate, Mr. Hillcreek. You've been fighting the wind. Yeah. And I always lose. You don't have a name to go with this persona you're trying to spin here, so it's really not working. Yeah, this isn't a persona. This is just like Tarjax is trying to act. Tarjax is just fucked in the head right now. (laughs) So after giving you a moment to decide not to sit down, Braca Mm -hmm. says, so... As I mentioned previously, I have a job offer for you, Mr. Hillcreek. I I'm... have been challenged by... I got his wrote his name down. Where is it? I've been challenged by Lubash Boneskull of the Boneskull tribe, one of the subsidiaries to the Razorbloods, who believes that my leadership is perhaps not as orcish as it should be and wishes to wrest control of the company from me. Well, that's a pretty bone skulled thing to do if I had to. <laughs> Isn't that kind of redundant, too? Like, what's a, what else is a skull made of? You Come can on. make them out of crystal. Yeah, but what, like, that would. It, it would kind of ruin the whole movie, but you could do it. franchise. <laughs> I just turn around and glare. Braca flashes Desmond, like, a brief smile, just enough so that you can see her iron tooth. You know, I don't know whether that's a compliment or like a threat. <laughs> uh, and she says, yes, well, I wish to hire you to fight this battle for me, and I'm willing to pay you handsomely for doing so. Is it fighting Labash uh, for you? Or correct. Entourage? Or like, Is this like a one-on-one 1v1? Thunderdome thing? Or Typically, yes, but... By choosing a champion rather than fighting the battle myself, I give an advantage to Lubash. He may bring in essentially two people for every one that would be fighting, which means you would be fighting Lubash and one of his associates. Your companions are welcome to join you, of course, but he will bring an additional two orcs to the fight for every one that does. Hmm. I think I'll heal you guys after the fight. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> send, send this one out, huh? Desmond's in like the in. little medic tent next to the, the arena. <laughs> we, we, okay, we. um, what about like is this all written down somewhere? I assume <laughs> you uh being a savvy businesswoman, um, you would have like a good understanding of the contracts involved here. So we could read some of this fine print, or is this all like word of mouth tradition? And how do I know this isn't a trap? Also that. What? Okay, you just put our cards out on the table. <laughs> I'm okay with this. Has I mean, in my mind, we, we brought it. We, we risked a lot just coming here. Has Leyland yeah. ever really demonstrated subtlety in the arts of conversation? No. 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 
How familiar, yeah. Braca, uh, are the orcs with druid magic and, and druids generally? Some of our greatest shaman follow the druidic arts. <laughs> Some of my best Shit. friends are druids. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to suggest we cheat by giving Leolin a mount, and then that mount, you know, covertly concentrating on a call lightning spell to <laughs> call forth lightning bolts from within the arena. On I have a feeling that's happened more than once, and they probably have stuff. Yeah, that's, yep. <laughs> <laughs> they're familiar with druids, they're not gonna fall for that. So, no. yeah, if we want to do like a buff stacking thing, we should yeah, totally I, do like yeah, Desmond I mean, like, casts a blessing, and then um, I'll cast fly on you, and we could get ridiculous with it. But I have a feeling that's probably not in the spirit of the competition. Well, the spirit they're of the competition orcs, is though. to they win. don't. It, yeah, it's to not die. No, it's to win. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, by not subtle, dying. Subtle distinction. Well, strictly speaking, if you were to die seconds not after Lubash dead. and his compatriot, you would have won the fight. All right. Anyway, well, with regards that, to your previous question, and 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 a follow-up kind of point I have is that if I were to join Leolin, I could immediately multiply our numbers by right. conjuring more bears. I don't Which, think they're counting as combatants. Yeah, that's after the number if of the cast. battle has commenced. Then, right. then I cast it. Yeah, that's Braca, um guidance. Do you get your orc lawyers on this? Can yeah, you get, can you? Do you have like orcish lawyers that we can consult about these strategies? Or we are still sort of transitioning the tribes over to a more formalized system of law. Okay, yeah. So we should be able to uh, loophole this a little. What can you tell me about this Lubash? Lubash is headstrong and young. He is the son of the previous chief of the Bone Skull tribe, so he feels he has something at stake here. He is a strict adherent to the old orcish ways, where strength of arm is the only strength that matters. A view that I find to be outdated and useless. Okay. He's exceptionally skilled in the arts of combat. So you, you want me to do this because you don't think you could win? I want you to do this to make a point. Which is? Something for you perhaps to figure out on your own? If she has control over like one of their greatest enemies, think about the power. She, like the ultimate flex mm, on this guy. I see. It's like, hey, I'm not going to fight you. I'm going to make an elf do it. I yeah. gotcha. She favors Style. Desmond with another... Iron Tooth smile. Dang, Desmond's two for two tonight. Uh, blush a little. <laughs> <laughs> I'm married. <laughs> so, just to clarify, this is actually just a fight to the death. It's not like a three-parter where like the first part's a cooking contest and then the they don't get any seconds. Like, yeah, like there's just a triathlon and then there's fighting. Like it's just we have to kill them. We don't have to also beat them at karaoke, right? Why? Why again? Do you have they... karaoke here? I, I know it's a Jux thing, but maybe it made it out this. Far. I, it doesn't matter. Why? Why again? Do they get the two v one ratio just because they're the challenger? Because, because she's no, because she's, she's, getting she's a champion. choosing a champion. Instead oh, okay. of going so in her, he gets he gets a little bit more like control over terms and stuff like that. Who who do you, who would he choose to fight with him if it was just me? Oh, he has a number of friends that are adherents <laughs> to the same policy as himself. Yeah, I, I don't know. I 
I would feel most comfortable, I think, if we were all in there. You are welcome to do so. I, the pay will not change, I'm afraid. I will still only be offering the same reward. Is there surrender in ever in this combat? The contest is to first to yield or death. It has been many, many generations since someone has shamed themselves by yielding in combat. But if he were to, that would certainly solidify your your hold on things. That would perhaps... Hmm, that would be a much greater boon for my faction in the camps than outright slaughter. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. You, kind of what I'm going you for. Don't wanna, like, you want to beat this guy, but you don't want to like spit in the face of all of his people. So like, right? You don't want to leaving this dude's that. honor intact is also something important for the people that this lady's going to be like ruling in the future. So let's. Well, at least... it could prevent any more of these uprisings from happening. Yeah, you no. want to make an example, not a martyr. That's true. I don't know. We can we can deal just with that. Lopping if, uh, it, just lopping his head off. What's this more fun though? Yeah, but lopping also, an arm off. Not killing him might be a sign of weakness. They're orcs. Yeah, that's true. But we're elves and other things. So yeah, that doesn't really we're apply. We're elf. <laughs> company. We are elf. We are. Yeah, but that. <laughs> but it matters like how they interpret it. When do we need to decide by if we are going to accept this? The competition will not take place until I've declared my champion. I guess the only reason to stall, I turn to Falrock, who is, I'm still like, I take a moment, I'm like, Falrock, you doing okay? You seem kind of weird. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing much, is he? Yeah, he's been kind of, like, if kinda we're going to group huddle, and I, I just huddle up a little <laughs> bit. It's very perfunctory. <laughs> we're all three of us are sitting down. Yeah, it's like, I don't even make an effort really to hide this from Rocco, but I'm like, Guys, if we if we had to do this, I would really like to. I feel like we could use a day or two to uh, sort out our shit. Um, also, Falrock, what's the uh, status of the ship oven? Is your thing done cooking, or is it close? Because um, that would be cool to have. I haven't checked on it. Well, gosh, so, we got to do that. My thought is one of two things: either if we're gonna fight them with the thoughts to just kill them then i would probably not want to do a two on one would probably just want to end up having as many of you all as possible yeah just a brawl if not i think we do our original thought of you know all sorts of i'm just shenanigans and witchcraft and everything else to basically get him to forfeit yeah i just like it sounds like an orc forfeiting hasn't happened in hundreds of years. I'm worried that we're not going to be able to present enough of an int- intimidation effort to get him to yield. And if, like, essentially, if he calls the bluff, then you're fighting 2v1, you know? Well, no, I would, I would fight him some, maybe kill the other guy, but then, like... Before, before killing him, fight him a little bit. <laughs> I'd, I'd mess him up, but you know, I, I wouldn't hit him too much in the face. <laughs> and then, so then you would do like your dramatic elven speech with lightning and all sorts yeah. of stuff. Okay. DM to player Matthew, I want you to know that if you're going to make a dramatic elven speech, you're going to have to actually make a dramatic elven speech. 
Oh, I know. Well, I'd have to prepare that. That means we're not fighting tonight. <laughs> <laughs> just um, just find like the like an elvish name generator and just hit random like ten times and just string <laughs> those string together. those words together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm all for trying to get this guy to back down bloodlessly. I just think that um, it's going to have to be a hell of a showing. This guy can't really save face after that. I think you're. I think that's a waste of time, personally. Because yeah, he's either. All right. Well then, who's ready for a you know a brouhaha? Me. I am always ready for a brouhaha. I have been sanctified by the storm, um, so I'm in uh, like 110 percent peak physical condition, and then I cough a little bit. Sure, like you, you probably are like a few layers skin short of peak physical condition that skin was just slowing me down <laughs> and also keeping all of your organs in place. Uh, keeping this shell from spilling its innards uh really though i'm fine <laughs> fall rock if you want us to fight with you all you gotta do is ask what if it is a trap <laughs> we say it in front of braca <laughs> <laughs> we all go together if we go yeah <laughs> i mean if it's a trap what we can do is we'll activate the uh, Teliferith's uh, magical nuclear failsafe, and we'll just take <laughs> out the entire camp with us. Yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> yeah, no, like, <laughs> straight up. And I drop my voice a little bit, like, I sort of don't want Bracca to know that, but I want her to know it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking, like, probably a, you know, three-mile crater. I'd, um, I'd like to point out that we never gave Brock a chance to answer whether or not this was a trap. I mean, it's unlikely kept, that we would survive. We kept talking over each other and talking over each other. That's typically <laughs> how questions. we conduct a business, though. I know, but, like, this is important, and this is how okay. we've missed all sorts of other important information, too. So You're welcome to ask. We already, we already asked. We just never let her answer. At this point, like, you okay. look up from I your group huddle, and Brock is, like, doing paperwork at her desk. What assurances do we have if we do this for you and succeed that we will still make it out of here alive? Well, I can't personally guarantee your safety because I may be the CEO of the Razorblood tribe, but I am not in full control of all of the subsidiary groups. She sort of peers over the top of her glasses. Um, but I can tell you that you are in no danger from me or any of my... Uh, compatriots, those that are loyal to me, it would serve no purpose for me to bring you in to make the statement that I wish to make and then kill you. Furthermore, I would have to deal with the irritation of the iconoclasts if the every orc every orc likes a dead elf. So, whoa! I don't appreciate racism in my camp, <laughs> Mister. Yeah, Leyland. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> this isn't some savage warlord tribe it's a corporation they don't value any life (laughs) (laughs) miss iron tooth uh if i may you pay us are the horn spear and footloose orc tribes still around (sighs) the footloose tribe was destroyed during the water wars Yes. 20 Patrick Swayze's ago. <laughs> <laughs> and the Horn Spear? The Horn Spear tribes are 
much closer to the edge and outside of our current borders. Interesting. Okay. I like to, so everyone else knows where that came from. I have a, I have insignias for both of those orcish tribes, so I was wondering if we could like leverage that in some way to be like, "Oh, ho ho. Uh challenger, you've been betrayed by your own tribes. We were the sigils of your allies." Oh. And he'd be like, "Oh my gosh, I, everything I knew is a lie. I will have to surrender immediately." Yeah, no. that's exactly how that would play out. Really exactly. get in his head. Wow. Should we ask for like a down payment up front so we could go get supplies? <laughs> so we can like we need to buy a burial plots for ourselves. So can give us, she like... doesn't even look up from her paperwork. She just payment on service delivery. <laughs> can we open a tab at one of your stores. You are welcome to buy items from one of my stores. Hmm. Credit is currently reserved for members of the Razorblood tribe. We got uh, money. Let's go. Yeah, we, we don't do have a fair. All right. We just well, want I, more I, money. <laughs> I guess we're doing this. Yeah, why not? It's fun. It'll be fun. Uh, unless we will, be, we will be your champion. Name a time and place. She flips the now. paper around. <laughs> she her claps desk. her hand and is like, right now. <laughs> the tent falls away and we're already in the dome. <laughs> No, she she like flips around a sh- a sheaf of papers on her desk and says, "Sign at the bottom." Leyland, after you. Yeah, you're you're a mouthpiece for this. You, you don't want to read that. <laughs> I, actually, I can read it since I, I orc is my other language, so it's my known language. It's actually there are two copies of the contract: one in orcish and one in common. Oh, well, that's nice. <laughs> Maybe we can exploit a loophole in translation. Do you it's have a like contract written, Joe? Can you can you can you read it for us? You want me to read you the contract? Well, you're you're the DM. I'm sure you wrote this contract up. <laughs> I I will give you a brief summary of the okay. contract. Okay. Uh, it states that the undersigned agreed to be the champions of Braca Iron Tooth in the upcoming uh, contest for control of the Razorblood tribe and subsidiaries, payment of 500 gold pieces upon completion of the task. And then there's a lot of legalese about sort of them trying to codify what the orcish contests for control of tribes, like the traditions, they try to putting, putting them into actual like legal constraints to varying degrees of success. But there isn't really any information there that Braca hasn't already provided to you. This tribe and subsidiaries is not responsible for any death, dismember- dismemberment, or oh, yeah. personal there's loss. Like, there's a whole clause about how they're not responsible for paying for your funeral if you die. Yeah, this is very clearly a, disposing a of your remains. Yeah. <laughs> Disintegration. Our lawyer is this look airtight. Petrification, <laughs> incineration. Um, entombment, extra planar banishment. In the event of an earthquake, tornado, anchor storm, act of divinity. Actually, um, act of divinity. What is that like? Yeah, yeah. Like, we... is it if there's an act of divinity, like it's no questions asked? Generally, yes. That's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> However, they do have followers of the five, like. It very explicitly explains that they will have internal investigators determine whether or not it was an actual act of divinity. <laughs> Aww. Where, where will disputes be handled? In the Razorblood 
courts. Okay, so there won't be an option for um, what, what's the someone will use for arbitration. Third party arbitration. Yeah. Can, we, can we get an arbitration clause, an arbitration agreement? In fact, there are. It specifies that disagreements or disputes will be handled by the offices of Sawtooth, Headlock, and Gimbal. <laughs> Ah, oh, this okay. is so great. I, I guess I guess I'll sign. <laughs> okay, uh, you sign both the Orcish and the the common copy. Okay, I hand it off to whoever's next. Scribble, scribble, scribble. We all have to sign. Terajux's signature takes up like three lines. Oh, it's excessive. The John Hancock of this. It's excessive. It's got two lightning bolts in it. And it's not even like the lightning bolt location doesn't make sense. It's not like the J is the lightning bolt. It's like the first A and then the trailing O are lightning bolts. Excellent. Anybody else wish to sign? Yeah, I'm fine. Sure. I think everyone has to if everyone's fighting. Uh, huh. Desmond just makes a gooey. Just drips on it. Yeah. <laughs> like, nah. you managed to smear most of Terajux's signature. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, she flips the contracts back around, hands oh. them to an orc that is uh, standing nearby, and says, "Triple copies of each, please." I didn't. And... I didn't sign. Okay. <laughs> Can I, I sign? just assumed that everybody was signing in that that little space. Okay. Sure. Did you not want to sign? I was thinking about it. You have that option. Yeah. I, okay. I will. You I'll dip my talent. Money. No, we need dip my talent and dip my talent. Say, we, were, well. we might need some bears. So. And. Uh, oh, just because I signed doesn't mean I'm guys, gonna fight. Guys, let him talk. Oh. Uh, dip my talent in the inkwell and. Uh, Ched, for whatever reason, uh, studied calligraphy when he was a, a chickling, <laughs> um, and uh, it looks very delicate. Ched, Ched Fleek and an airy, feathery, feathery print. That's real nice. I accept that. I I will canonize that like the Eric Cochran script is high class calligraphy. It's just got <laughs> random horizontal lines everywhere to try and make letters look like feathers when they can. Or <laughs> as though they are as though they are feathered. That's perfect. Or plumed. <laughs> uh, Ted, so she... why'd you put a bunch of ferns on your signature? <laughs> <laughs> they look like the E's look like Euros. <laughs> all right she hands the signed contracts off to her associates and cool. she says is there a particular time you would like this to take place or would you like a, a day or two to prepare or rest just yes. before sundown three weeks uh, from I, now. Knew. <laughs> I think we really just need enough time to get supplies we just had a long rest yeah, a couple days, days would be nice Check out the battlefield, scope yeah. out our opponents, Yeah. Uh, spit in their shoes. You really <laughs> want to be here for a couple days if, like... We got a fucking tree uh, a football field away we can live in. Brocco, also, we, we, we really got to some recon. And she says, I would like to point out that there are many in the tribe who, are, who were raised on stories of Mr. Hill Creek. And it might be disadvantageous for you if he is recognized before the actual combat begins. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm, I don't really need to be wandering around town taking in the sights. So Sounds like I it's mean, time for the return of whatever your elf persona was. 
Oh. He's gonna be the only elf here. Oh, shit, yeah. Okay, I, <laughs> I don't think, it, yeah, any elf here. They're gonna is be like, oh, fuck, place. that's Hill Creek, run! <laughs> I get out my disguise kit, and I would like to use some modeling clay to turn his distinct elven pointed ears into just really big regular ears. <laughs> oh my god. But, but like, I don't even know what that part of the ear is called. <laughs> but it sticks out like an extra two inches. It's rounded, yeah. but it's like a cartoon yeah, yeah, yeah. ear. You hear yeah, he just super... looks like a political cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the elephant ears that they have in the political cartoons. Yeah. Specifically. yeah. And then I, I throw on like a pair of glasses and a cabbie hat. Okay. Do I do I need to make a like theatrics check? Yes. Like <laughs> Braca looks up from her paperwork and says, "If there's nothing else I can do for you, I do have an appointment in about ten minutes." Do I still like look like an elf like this? You look ridiculous. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Damn it, Charjax. No, no, no. Okay, hear me out. I'm. This is actually a strategic advantage for us because we're going to be known as the champions. So we have to do everything we can to misdirect. I am going to, for the next two days, pretend to be a fire mage. And they're going to come to the battle with, like, buckets of water and douse themselves in water and be like, ha-ha. And then it turns out I will not be a fire mage. Um, Falrock, we should probably get you, like, a bow and arrow. Desmond, I'm thinking uh, maybe, like, a spell book. Look, we got to throw them off their game. Give them, like, a big, like, bastard sword or something. Yeah. Just cast not wreath, and I'll throw a throw a um, a fireball in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, I'm switching up my outfit a little bit, and then I'm gonna use prestidigitation to make my robes have like Guy Braca, Fieri flames. Braca shoots <laughs> you out of her office like a hot rod, <laughs> like a hot rod flame. Yeah, yeah I've oh got hot God. rod robes. <laughs> Holy shit! There Your are... move speed increases by five. <laughs> There are several orcs, like, out in a waiting room type thing, and they're watching you do this. <laughs> Slightly bewildered, somewhat bemused. Of course. I, uh, I flash I kinda, double I, I pistols and a wink. I took Perks my cap that I have on to them. <laughs> Alright. Excellent. Let's go shopping, you guys. Yeah. Cool. What money do we have to spend on healing potions? Uh, I'm sure we're going to need them. Yeah. Oh, one other thing. I'm still allowed to revive people who die in this, right? There's not, like, no revive. There's no, um, like, the dead no stay dead clause, clause, right? It's your responsibility to dispose of the body, so... Okay. Cool. Well, I've got, re- I've got Revivify. Like, it's a pretty short... You bought short a diamond charge. for that, right? Well, that's what I'm going to do, because I've got to buy a 300 GP diamond for that. That's going to be in, like, the specialty company shop, yeah. That's fine, but I have I have like 381 GP, so I'm gonna spend 300 of that on one one revivify. So we, we're protected from death. You're assuming there's not going to be a markup for those who are not members of the company. Wow, it's almost like Braca doesn't want us to win her competition for her. You're, you are not in Braca's office anymore. I know. It, that's just hard. I feel like you just said that like extra loud as we were leaving. <laughs> yeah, you guys are you are very good at the whole subterfuge thing. Remember how yeah. mad you were at the dwarves in Agaton? <laughs> how am I ever gonna get a bag full of gunpowder that I need for my fireballs if they're marking everything up? 
It's ridiculous, I tell you. Oh, so, whatever. Let's go see what they got. You have you have the options of shopping at the company store. Okay. Which there's going to be like a twenty five percent markup on prices. Yeesh. Highway oh, robbery. Lord. Yes. You can go to any of the like market tents or shop tents out in the tribe. You're probably not going to find much of good quality out there because Braca has a tendency to buy up quality goods. Right. Or you can try bartering with individual orcs if they have something you want. Okay. Am I allowed? So right now I'm carrying my long cross, my, my big siege crossbow, those two like small, like single hand crossbows. Mm-hmm. We should really have Falrock carrying one of those as a diversion. Okay, I just toss one to him. <laughs> have him carry. Have him. Have him carry. Yeah, have him carry the siege crossbow. Right. Yeah. So now it looks like Falrock is a sniper, and they're gonna be like, "Oh, we just get in close, and then he's done for." Exactly. But can I carry a sword as well, or do I not? Don't you have swords? No. I, yeah, I have short swords, but can I take those out for like just a normal, you know, like a long sword type deal? If you have a long sword, yes. Well, well, I want to go and buy one. Okay. Why don't you have somebody else? Like, well, no. I, why don't you have somebody else buy that for you? Unless you want to roll an intimidate check to see if you get up and give it to you. <laughs> no, no, no. We're Leyland is not an elf. Leyland. I'm not an elf. I just look like some jackass, basically. <laughs> like, just a regular human. Look at all these fingers. <laughs> like, totally not robots. Tiget Brano is a completely ordinary human male. There you go, Tiget Brano. Okay, so which shop would you like to go to? Not the I think company we should, store. Yeah, we should start with the local vendors, and then if we can't find it, take the price hit at the company oh, store. I, I have to go to the company store to get this diamond. Are you going to need more money? I have 380 GP. 381. I am going to go with and Desmond. The way the way Aquila works, as long as I pay three hundred GP for it, she realizes how much money I put in, so it doesn't really matter what kind of diamond it is, right? <laughs> it's the thought that counts. Well, I have good news for you. A twenty-five percent markup on three hundred GP is a total of three hundred and seventy-five oh. gold pieces. Yeah. Woo! So I got six good. left, boys. <laughs> you better start paying your insurance premiums. Yeah. <laughs> I've been like working on my fire mage outfit whenever we have a couple of spare moments. So I've, I've got the flames and then like I've got a cigarette and I'm just chewing on it like it's my anime quirk. So you arrive like, at the company store. It's it's very posh, like all clean lines and glass display cases. Oh, nice. There's a chipper looking orc standing behind the counter checking things off on a clipboard. Okay. Well, hello, I need to buy a diamond worth at least 300 GP. <laughs> Excellent. She walks over to the jewelry case and, like, shifts open a bunch of, like, a tray of rings. It's like, got a lucky lady coming up in your life? <laughs> you could call her lucky. Someone's going to get lucky. <laughs> She's just a pain in my ass. <laughs> What's the uh, what's the ring size? Infinity. <laughs> <laughs> she, like a flicker of 
like confusion crosses her face and she's like, I <laughs> don't think we carry anything in that size, sir. That's okay. I just I need the gem. I don't need it set anything. Just the gem. Hmm. Yep. Yeah, we got a dwarf for that. Real keen eyes on and comes out with like a a little lockbox that she unlocks and it's just full of loose diamonds. Nice. <laughs> I get the bulk discount, right? <laughs> You're not going to buy the whole thing. No. Spends uh, a couple minutes just, like, picking some out, looking at them with a jeweler's eyepiece, weighing them on, like, a tiny scale. And eventually she holds one out and says, This one is about, you know, about what you're looking for. It'll run you about 375 gold pieces to purchase. <laughs> what? what a oh, bunch of money. Braca. <laughs> I do. I literally, I literally take out six gold pieces and put them on the the table, and then I just <laughs> give her the the rest of the bag. <laughs> she plunks it on a different scale and uh, adds some weights to the other side. And she's like, "Yep, everything looks to be in order. Enjoy your purchase. Can would I you like to join back? our uh, our rewards club? <laughs> no, I just want my. Can I have my coin purse back? Oh, certainly. And she like opens a till and pours it out. And hands you the, the purse back. Thank you. <laughs> Got some bubblegum in the bottom of there. <laughs> Expecting a, pip, a pickle to fall out. Yeah, there's definitely <laughs> like a, a couple mushroom. of small mushrooms. Yeah. I spend a couple moments asking like, hey, you got any fire bombs or gunpowder? Um, but she, I don't buy anything. Okay, well, <laughs> she spends a short amount of time like showing you their fire bombs and gunpowder display. And uh, on each of these, it's like, yeah, these are pretty good, but huh, money for the flame, it goes bigger, you know? You gotta burn. She nah, I gotta look professional elsewhere. professional and courteous. Yeah, I know. I'm just like, I have to lay these foundations hard. Uh, everybody else, what would you like to do during this time? I'm uh, basically ready. I don't I think I actually have any. I think I've given my money to... Desmond, or he was holding it, so I don't think I actually have money. So Excellent. I have, I have enough for a diamond. I guess it doesn't hurt to be safe, but it, it'll be kind of useless if Desmond goes down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, I don't have any potions of healing left that I have written down. I will I give you, you mine. Oh. I would like you? to shop for have, potions of healing one. at local vendors. I'll take one from Barak. I really only need the one. Okay. Uh, you can definitely find potions of healing at local vendors for the regular, like, 50 GP price. My good man alchemist, my soul burns with the need for healing potions. What do you got? Water. <laughs> 50 each, you said? That's correct. I will take two. Excellent. Transaction complete. Yep. Things are heating up around here, and then I leave. <laughs> <laughs> Farok, anything you would like to purchase? I don't have enough money for another healing potion, so I guess I'm just going to go back and uh, check on the forge. It would be great if that was done. Right? It took like two weeks to take a masterwork hammer and make it plus one, so finishing ancient gauntlets that say flame is probably going to take a lot longer. Yeah, Yeah, they're going to be really cool at level 11, though. It's not done yet. Um, and I think with all of our shopping and miscellaneous errands complete, that is where we will stop for now. So, uh, thank you for joining us on another thrilling adventure. I think we rolled like 
three dice. Yeah. yeah. That's that's a new high score for us. Dungeons and Dragons, everyone. My uh, I've been Joe, your dungeon master for this adventure. Hopefully the audio quality is excellent. We're hoping, hoping that this will solve the audio drop problems that we've been having. We'll find out, I suppose. If you wish to get in touch with us, you can do so at thealchemistsclub88 at gmail.com or thealchemistsclub88 at gmail.com. We can be found on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. If you wish to reach us on Twitter, you can do so at alchemists underscore club. Thank you for joining us. Uh, joining me today, we had... Uh, Daniel Brown playing uh, Ched Fleek, amateur calligrapher. I'm Cahill, and I play Desmond, the uh, the jeweler aficionado. I'm Zach, and I play Falrock. I'm Matt, and I play Tygit Brano. Some really weird ass looking human. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Waffle and I play Flash Dane, and things are heating up. Thanks for joining us. <laughs>